0: earners what's up look i want to give you all a little peek behind the curtain of producing earn your leisure it's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting it involves meticulous planning recording editing and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you and if you picked up any of our merch then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping running a podcast is like running a small business and speaking of business i know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce you understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today.
2: All right, guys. Welcome back, EYL. This is uh, EYL Sports Edition. Yeah. Something that um definitely looking forward to for a long time, so I'm glad we got a chance to make this happen. So, me, I'm the kind of person, I'm on Instagram all day, every day, and I, I find a, a variety of different things. So, I found Lethal Shooter a couple years ago, I think. I don't even know how I originally found you, but I seen this dude doing trick shots off a. Of, rims with nails on it. Popping
0: basketballs.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. like, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So I was following his journey. The athletic part is dope. We're going to talk about that. But what I really, you know, took was just the marketing and the business side of it. I'm like, oh, this is dope. This is somebody that's actually building a brand for himself on social media, using his talent and just creating a buzz. He's training celebrities. Little yachty, no, <laughs> like,
0: you know, I mean, the, I mean, not just training them, but turning them into ball players. Like trying. we, yeah, trying. I, I yeah, saw some Drake. Of them, some of them is. We is, saw Drake before he met you. Yeah. It was a lot different.
3: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got a lot
0: to do with, with I guess, his championships in his own house. He <laughs> yeah, won a lot of chips in that house.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right, so you, so you turned into a celebrity trainer. Um, you got a documentary out. Like yeah. I said, you work with a bunch of entertainers. You flew overseas a variety of different times. You give speeches. Uh, So this is a dope conversation from the athletic standpoint but also from the business standpoint and the branding standpoint. So I'm sure a lot of people will gain a lot of value from this. So first and foremost, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. It's
0: a pleasure to have you here. It's Chris Matthews or is it Lethal Shooter?
3: You know, Chris Matthews, Coach Coach Chris Matthews, Lethal Shooter, both.
0: Perfect, perfect.
2: So let's talk about, all right, let's talk about how this starts. So you're from District of Columbia. Right. Shout out to D.C. And um, you faced adversity early, Mm -hmm. right?
3: Um, I believe both of your parents passed away. No, my my biological... uh, I didn't grow up my biological parents. My biological mom is still alive. Okay,
2: okay. Okay. And then this turns into a basketball journey. Mm -hmm. So how... Because during that time, 90s, D.C. crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people... Fell victim, went to jail. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of your friends that you grew up with went mm-hmm. to jail, dead, or just didn't make it out. Um, how were you able to navigate that at such a young age, facing adversity, and then end up on the basketball route?
3: Yeah, just long story short, you know, I didn't grow up. My biological parents, my cousins, you know, they took me out of a home that was stuff going on in the house that I shouldn't have been around as a young man. You know what I mean? So when my cousin uh, took me out of that home, uh, a lot of people know I grew up in D.C., but I grew up in the roughest neighborhoods. I grew up around Langdon Park. I grew up around Kennedy. I grew up around Bennett Park. And, but ev- every situation where is housing authority, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, projects. Th- yeah, basically in Washington D.C. So I feel like those type of situations molded me for, for all the tough things that I had to go through in life. You know, I feel like, I'm not trying to say I want people to grow up in those type of situations, but I do think it molds you for life if you use it to for the right advantage. And I feel like all the situations that I've been in, I've been saved by basketball. Like I say in my documentary, if it wasn't for basketball, I would have been in trouble because the stuff that I was into, you know, I'm not saying it was cool, but it's what I had to do to survive. So I, I was very good at handling myself in situations that I needed to handle myself because how, how I was taught by different family members, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But the thing about my other friends and my other family members, they didn't have basketballs outlet to leave for AAU or go to college and do certain stuff. So they're already around the way. So that's why a lot of my friends did die. And a lot of my friends are in jail and a lot of my family members are in jail or just getting out of, getting out of jail. Cause the, the law that Obama passed a few, a few years back. So it's just, to see everything that's happening right now is definitely a dream come true because I definitely could have fell victim to my, to my circumstances. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the, the dream initially, I'm sure, was to make it to the NBA. Right. You, you got out of high school, go to college, St. Bonifat. Oh, high school, what high school did you go to? I went to National I Christian say, Academy. I was it the DeMatha? No, oh, I went oh, to the National, National Christian,
2: Christian. That's where um, Dante went to.
0: He did? That's, yeah. a, that's Maryland, his right? last name. Dante Taylor. Taylor.
3: Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, Dante. Yeah. He went to Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Dante. From, from okay, wow. Yeah, 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 I know him. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, we didn't play together, but I know him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the dream was to go to the NBA, but right. it got deferred I'm obviously. During that process of going through the, your, your collegiate career, what what happened there, right? Because at a certain point you realize like the NBA is probably not going to be for me. Yeah. Maybe it's due to injuries. Maybe it's like, you know what, I'm not the star of this team. What, right. What's what's this like for you at this time?
3: Yeah, just basically out of high school, you know, and shout out to the New York players. You know, Jesse Sapp was yep, my point Jesse guard. Sapp, uh, yeah. He was he was my point he guard at Na- Yeah, he, he, he was my point guard at national Christian and he's kind of the reason why I was breaking all those high school records. So <laughs> shout out to But long story short, you know, coming out of college, you know, my senior year, I was number one in Atlantic 10 and threes made. I was top seven in the nation and threes made. And I really thought I was gonna make it to the NBA, but I didn't make it. But the one thing that uh, my stepfather, which is my dad, that, you know, uh, always taught me is, you know, the main goal is to be the first person in our family to get a diploma. So that was my biggest accomplishment. That was like making the NBA because I wanted to try to break like that generational curse, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So long story short, when I didn't make the NBA, it's not like I was just like depressed, if that makes sense. So I'll just go overseas. I mean, was I hurt a little bit? Yes. But I was like, I'll just go overseas. So I went to France. I got hurt. I went to China, got hurt. Went to Russia. Got hurt. Went to South America. Got hurt. But I'm still chasing this goal because you know where we from. Like you gotta make you gotta, you gotta make it, man. You, you, you neighborhood superstar. <laughs> Can't come back yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know I played in the G League. I wasn't patient. My coaches told me, uh, don't leave for Mexico because Blake Ahern's gonna get a call up in the fuse. But I'm like, man, I gotta get this money. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I went to go play in Mexico. As soon as I left, Blake Ahern gets a call up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. I just feel like all those uh, learning curves and all those failures and all those injuries definitely mold me to understand life. You got to be patient. And at first I wasn't as patient, you know what I mean? Because I just wanted stuff so fast. And and the one thing everybody has to understand about life, especially if you want to be successful, when you do fail and when adversity does hit, you got to like log it in the back of your head and use it for the next situation, if that makes sense. Like a good situation is like. The first I remember the first time I came to New York, I wasn't moving right and I felt like, "Hold up, I might get robbed." So I saw how to do this moving. So now when I come to New York, I know how to move right. So long story short, you got to use every situation for your next situation. So every situation I use to fail, I've never made that mistake twice ever, like n- never again. And that's why I feel like I am where I am today because failure has molded me.
2: So the overseas, anybody that's played ball, you know, the overseas grind is a tough grind. Yeah. It's like you're away from your family, you go going to a lot of different leagues every year. It's a different country. Yeah, A lot of times you're not even making that much money. Yeah, Um, And it's something that it burns a lot of people out. And, you know, it's kind of like a lot of people don't really ever find their path in life. Because, like, you come home, you're, like, in your 30s. You never really worked a job. You don't have a family. Trying to just coach here and there. Okay. So at what point do you say, all right, my basketball career is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be a... I don't want to... Would you prefer a trainer,
3: like what, what, what title? Yeah. So I, I, I mean, my whole life is training. So last season, I was blessed to help the Bucks, the Magic, the Celtics, uh, the Sacramento Kings. But unfortunately, I'm really good with doing content. So I, I'll say trainer. All right. So so yeah. how
2: so how do you get into the trainer bag?
3: Yeah. So uh, when I came home, like you said, man, I was like, like 30. So the one thing. When you come home, it's like you fresh out of jail. When you come from overseas, you, 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 know? you
0: got your gym bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, you, the whole neighborhood you changed. Done, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, no. Seriously, because you
3: come, you come home in the summer, but it's like you know, you come and play in a few summer leagues, then you gone for like that long haul. Yeah. So when I like, when I made the decision after my injury in South America, I was just like, man, I'm done. I'm about to I'm about to go home and try to figure out something. So I became a school teacher, bro. I was at Needwood Academy. I was a teacher's assistant. I was a custodian. I'm doing all type of... I don't want to say wild stuff because those are great jobs. Nah, I was getting really, good money. But I know because
2: I know people that's cause still cause do the same Yeah, but,
3: so. but, but the thing I'm saying is I feel like with us, especially as African-Americans, when we don't make it in basketball, it's like we'd be afraid to get other jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing wrong with getting those type of jobs. That's why I post pictures when I was like, bro, I used to sell Sierra Miss... Uh, sodas like you get where I'm coming from but yeah. I'm willing to do whatever I do because I know if I don't and I do the stuff that respectfully my family members did and my cousins did and my best friends did I'm gonna be in jail if I'm not in jail I'll be looking over my back every day you get what I mean so I'm willing to get a job or do something like that so don't be afraid if you're watching this and you and you play sports and sports don't work to get a regular job and then use that to continue on the back end to learn your other craft to try to be successful you know what I mean but what happened was Uh, his name, uh, John Thompson at Georgetown, uh, the the father, father. rest rest in peace. He was, we was in the gym working out me, Jeff Green, Bobby Mays, everybody. But the one thing I never realized is when we all used to hoop, I used to always be correcting people. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man! You got to woo, woo. Bump, was, bump. You, you was that guy. I, oh man, I was a dude. They were like, "Yo, man, shut the yeah, fuck yeah. up!" Like,
0: you got but, some artsy
3: shot, man. Right, right, right. No, like, seriously, dude, he's a little bit, man. seriously, man. No, for Yo, real. Just check the ball, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Chris, <laughs> shut up, man. So Big John brings me to the side. I was like, man, would you ever want to coach here? And I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it back overseas. I ain't trying to coach in no Georgetown, but not realizing, like, damn, I. Now that I got older, oh, I, sh- I might have should have took that job. So long story short, he said, look, you might not want to work here, but can you just help LJ peak before he goes to USA? It was like USA 17s. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I mean, how much y'all going to pay me? He's like, we ain't going to pay you nothing. I just want you to help. Me. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I, I help him. So I help LJ, he goes to play for USA and kills it. So Big John, when when I came back to hoop again, he was like, man, LJ shot the best he's ever shot. But I'm still like, "Yeah, yeah, all right, Big John, get out of here. Not yeah, so I go keep trying to play again. It don't work. And then Kevin Serafin reaches out to me and was like, "Yo, the New York Knicks big uh, Phil uh, was the was he the GM? He was the head coach. Head coach. At this this time, he was the GM. Yeah. Yeah, So I came to New York, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. I I I met with uh, you, uh, you, Phil. (laughs) I'm a Bulls guy. We forgive you. Yeah. So I met with Kevin's team. I moved to Paris. I started helping him and his team in Europe. Was like we've never seen. A coach like you before on how he's shooting, but still, I'm mean, I'm still in my beginning stages. So I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, man. I'm at Paris, like, like you know what I mean. I ain't really, I am I'm a trainer right now, but I still might try to go back to be a player, you know. Yeah. And then that's when Dwight Howard hit me up uh, to help him with free throws. So I uh, asked Kevin, I was like, yo, cause I'm, I'm a loyal guy. So like, if I'm with you and me and you and somewhere and another guy wants to intertwine within that schedule, I say, Hey man, is it cool if I go work with blah, blah, blah for like maybe a, maybe we can come back. Anybody? Oh yeah, go ahead. So Kevin was like, yo, go help Dwight. So when I went to Dwight for free throws, in Orlando, uh, and it, for the Hawks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the Hawks, the Hawks brought me in Uh shout out to that staff as well. So when I helped them the first two days, uh, he was like, man, like we've never seen a coach like you before. Mm-hmm. Can you stay for the whole summer? So I hit Kevin Seraphim back and was like, yo, bro, like they want me to stay for the whole summer. He's like, bro, that's a that's a dream come true if a team wants you to help a player for a whole summer. So I was in Atlanta, and then from there, man, it was like God is good. Like I started helping so many other teams that year. Like OKC brought me in, different teams was bringing me in. It's, so when
2: they were bringing you in, they were bringing you
3: in to work with the whole team or just one player individually. Yeah, so like it's it's, it's it's called it's like a private contractor. So. You know, when you're not on staff and you come in to help people, it, you're basically like uh, bought into hire for that for that one person or two because there are teams that I've helped more than two players before.
0: So when his percentage starts increasing, they're like, "Who's the guy that's doing it?" Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you. You're a mentor, right? Right. I wanna go back a little bit because before you were a mentor, you had a mentor. Right. I told you I'm a I'm a bulls guy. Right,
3: right, 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 Let's right. Let's talk
0: about one of the greatest shooters ever. Right, right. Craig Hodges. Right, yeah. Talk about the role he played in your development. Yeah, so I was
3: overseas, you know, you know, it's that rough, man. It's just man, it's, I'm barely making money at the time. And uh co- uh coach showed me on the bench, but he, he watched a lot of film. So when we played his team, I didn't play that game. Um and he came to me, and was like, yo, Christmas time, just have your bags packed, be ready, because I'm going to trade for you. And respectfully, at that time, I knew Craig Hodges, but I didn't know the Ooh, yeah. Craig Hodges. I'm yeah. like, this old man tripping, man. Fuck <laughs> out of here, nigga. You know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, so yeah. when Christmas hit and we played his team, the, the owner of the team called my phone and was like, yo, you've been traded for first-round draft pick and money. Uh, Coach Craig, uh team wants you. So I was like, oh, damn, this dude's really serious. So when we played their team, I went back with his team, and then that next day, he put me in the gym. He was like, this is the stuff that I think you're doing wrong. And I think this is how, cause I'm not really the best dribbler, but shooting wise, I can score like 50 easy with the right system, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So he put me in a triangle system in different areas to score with my footwork and making read. Cause I'm really good at reading fast. So like if something is happening over here, and my brain, I can see how the defender did something and look there and, and know where the other guy's going to be if it's a system. Mm-hmm. So he took the time to do that, and that's when I started breaking all these records overseas, bro. It's games where I got on film, bro. I, I scored like 22 in a row. It's because of how he was molding me. And then I, when I did my history... Uh, of course, prior when I started learning from I'm like, Dan, this dude helped Kobe for all those years. This dude was on the team. Of course, I knew he was on the team with Michael Jordan. Right, right, right. But when he was shooting, even at the age he's at right now, I was like, damn, this dude, like, he's the, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. And not just with basketball, but in life. You know, mm-hmm. the one thing that Craig told me about life, you know, to use basketball, but don't let basketball use you. And to have him as somebody that I can just call and do stuff and just talk about life, you know, it's a dream come true to have him, ever meet him because even his attention to detail helped me become the trainer I am today.
2: So. In shooting, there's a couple of things. You you want to keep your elbow in. You want to follow through. You want to hold it. You want to, you know, get your legs. What do you teach that is so
3: different that, like, drastically would improve somebody's shot? I wouldn't say, you know, everything is so different. I don't really agree with the elbow in. Because if you look at all the top shooters, they're, like Ray Allen, his, is his elbow in? It's elbows out. I, I feel like just do what's comfortable for you. If you can go left and pull up and make it go right and pull up, make it side step, right, side step, left, and a defending your face, you can make it keep whatever form you have. But if not, that's my that is my job to come in to make changes, uh, not with just well, not with just your jump shot, but with your mind. And I really do a good job with my clients of uh, mentally stimulating them in a certain way because of the circumstances that I grew up around. Because, you know, you might be around the way one of your mans might be a, a schizo, one of your other mans might be a normal guy, one of the other mans might be crazy, but you all hanging out together. So, you know, the one dude, you can't think move quick because his flinch, he might punch you. The one dude, so it's like, that's how I am with my clients. Once I get to learn who you are... And I get to know who you are, that's when I attack your mental with my training. And that's when that's what I learned from my living situation and uh from my uh degree in sociology. So all right, so back to the NBA
2: thing. So you're working with Dwight Howard and now you're like an independent contractor, just right. working with individual players. At that point in time, how much money were you making at that point in time?
3: Um, I say with Dwight, they uh they put me on the contract and it wasn't that much, bro. Probably like Two thousand a month, but I feel like they give you somewhere to live. They give you somewhere to live. They pay for your food. They, I mean, you don't pay the, for it. Was no, a, it was the it's an opportunity, and I, and I was just telling um, Seth on the way over here. I, I feel like in today's world, everybody just be wanting money so fast. You know, I feel like everybody. Just it's so infatuated money so fast. But your best opportunities are opportunities that don't bring a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, your best opportunities are situations that mold you and help you learn to be the person you're gonna be, if that makes sense. And yeah. I and I feel like even on social media, like I was telling everybody wants to have the glamorous everything, but they don't understand that the best people, their first few jobs, they didn't make anything. You know what I mean? So I really take pride in, you know, just sacrificing
0: with a lot with that. So the results is what's going to change the trajectory, right? So after he starts performing, is it another NBA team or another NBA athlete that changes the way that you're doing business now? Now you you have an idea of like, you know what, I see my value, I know what to charge. Or was it the celebrity route? Was it like people watching like, you know what, every rapper think they can hoop. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I see this guy straining him. Can I get involved? Like, which one happened? Was it the next athlete or was it entertainment? Well, I really just started
3: training entertainers just a few years ago. So that's more like, you know, my spare time. That's something, you know, it's not like that's your main thing that's not my main thing yeah, like, my it. main thing is helping Jalen Brown Catavius Cabo Pope, Michael Porter Jr Bobby Portis you know what I mean like that's that's what my life is devoted to and, and now if I train an artist now, I mean don't get it messed up I'm gonna train you like you're getting ready for the finals but I'm not watching film on you like I spend <laughs> like, <laughs> like I do with my clients I'm watching yeah. hours and hours of film so we can be prepared you know and, 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 and that's the one thing I think people don't know about me like they'll see me like last week I trained Peso you know he has the number so, one song in the world right now yeah. they'll think like That's, like, that's my man. I know him. We cool, but, like, I'm not watching film on him to train him. When we get in the gym, it's more like we get in the connection to see who each other are, and I'm going to help you with your your jump shot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I I really want people to really understand my life is devoted to helping my NBA, WNBA, and grassroots players uh, take their games to the next level. But it is great marketing. It is good marketing. And so at what
2: point do you really hit your stride on, like, that social media aspect of it? Because – you, you've carved the niche out for yourself to shoot these unbelievable shots. Right. Training celebrities. Right. And, and it's a whole vibe. And that gets a lot of attention. So at some point, I'm assuming you, you thought about this and like, how can I separate myself from every other trainer?
3: Yeah. So like, you know, but, but if you look at everybody, look at Marvin Gaye, look at Kanye, look at, um, who's your, who Who do you look up to? Like, who's your, the celebrity you look up to?
0: Uh, look up to, I admire Jay. Jay,
3: but, no but is he doing one thing? No. No, he's a rapper, he's a businessman, he's he's doing clothes, he's doing all type he's, he's doing uh, wine, he's doing all different things and that's when I started realizing how could I separate myself cuz I'm not just a trainer. I am a content creator. I I can help with movies. I can help celebrities. I can help on the back end with people with life. So it's like I started being making myself more uncomfortable. You know, and if you really want to be successful, you got to make yourself uncomfortable. So um, when I was in Atlanta what happened was 21 Savage I've never in my life trained a rapper bro like ever cause I was just like NBA WNBA yeah. like, you get what I'm saying yeah. so 21 Savage hit me up I was like yo man like you know I wanna get in the gym I'm it's like, out the blue out the blue and I'm like damn it's like 12 o'clock midnight and I'm like I told Dwight I was like bro I ain't I don't think I want to train a rapper. And I, then I started thinking to myself, like, like why not, you know? Yeah. So I trained 21, and bro, it was amazing, bro. Good connection, and what was crazy was, as soon as me and him started training, he got a call from somebody from, just like midnight, he got a call from somebody from jail, and it kind of re- reminded me of like, damn, that's how I used to have to talk to my uncle and my cousin and my biological brother. And that's how me and him started connecting in that way. And then when I posted 21 on my page, everybody was like, oh, shoot, 21 with Lethu, and Lethu with 21. And I was like, you know what, the next time these other rappers reach out to me, I am going to train them. And that's when it started really doing that. So definitely shout out to, to 21 for for doing that. But Then the other part of it is you, I know a lot of trainers. Yeah.
2: But very few trainers, I don't know any trainer really that actually post themselves doing drills. Right, right, so right. So you actually are shooting yourself. Yeah. That's another, when did you want to, when did you say, okay, this is a good idea for me to actually showcase my ability?
3: Yeah, I wanted, like you said, I wanted to stick out. You know what I mean? I wanted to, like, I didn't make it to the league. So I was like, I got to show these people I shoot like Steph. I shoot like Clay. So I did my first shooting video around my way. You know, my man Chug passed me the ball, but I didn't think it was going to go viral, bro. Like people was going crazy in the comments (laughs) because the net was like extremely loud and stuff like that. And I was like, whoa, like, and that's when Instagram first started allowing us to do videos. And it was only 15 seconds. So I was like, in 15 seconds, I got to try squeezing like 12 threes. Like, you know what I mean? So I was just doing everything to jump out of the box. And once I saw people were, you know, like you're saying, like, If you're teaching something And you can do it That takes your value up To a whole different level And I think You know If if you're a trainer out there And you're teaching something And you've mastered it I think it's easier To get clients And to teach other people That that craft
0: Yeah. Is there a creative team That works with you? Because I remember I've seen the the craziest shots I've seen the half court Sitting down Behind the back But when I saw you Put the spikes on the (laughs) rim. (laughs) I'm thinking to myself there's no way yeah like is is there a creative team that goes behind that like who's designing the the rims for you like what's that process like yeah so every idea you see on my page anything Red Bull
3: everything I do with content is 100% my idea you know and because you know I'm very creative you know what I mean and I want to show the world that even as a basketball player, even even as somebody that you think j- just can shoot a basketball, I can be creative and think out of the box. So what happened was over COVID, we were all just sitting. And, and I felt like I was always scared to really show my super creative side because as a trainer, and especially training NBA guys, as if you do certain stuff, the type of elements I'm in, other trainers to try to make you feel uncomfortable. Like, look at this nigga, like, like he I'm like,
2: like he's a joke. Like he's a joke. Yeah. So
3: yeah. during COVID, I was like, man, man, fuck this. Like I don't care what people think about me no more. So I made an aluminum ball through a Red Bull can, but far. It was like from here to deeper than where Seth is at. Mm-hmm. Like an aluminum small ball in a can hole, and and it took <laughs> me like it took me like seven straight hours to make it to make it. Oh. To make it. So oh. when I did it, and I posted. People was like, bro, going crazy. So I said, this is the perfect time. I went to the, the court down the street. I took the whole backboard off the court, bro. Took the whole backboard off court. Did a shooting video. That, that joint went crazy. That. It was just the rim. It was just the rim. And then um, I said, man, I, I got an idea for a rim, but I don't know how to build it. So I went online, typed in Welder LA, all these welders popped up. I copied and pasted a message to all these welders. I said, the first person to hit me back, that's the person I'm going to try to talk to. So when I talked to this first lady, her energy wasn't as high as mine for my idea. So if I call you and say, hey, how you doing, man? I'm lethal. And I got an idea for me and you. And you say, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. what's the idea? I don't want, I, wait, you that right ain't me. the energy you, you mean. Me? Right, right. So I, I the second dude that responded, I said, hey, man, um, I'm lethal shooter. I got an idea. Can you make this? He said, man, I could make that tonight. I said, oh, we're we're, we're meeting the energy and his name's Arthur. Bruh, the next day he had the rim at my house. Remember, we don't know each other and his energy was like that and and three years later, we're still doing rim ideas and uh, we're doing things that that bro, I have millions of ideas for rim ideas because you know where we come from bro. We got to be creative. You know what I mean? We got to think yeah, out of the box.
0: It starts with the hanger. Yeah. Oh man. Stop. Yep. And then the house. Then it becomes the exactly. Yeah. The crate.
3: That's a fact. I mean, it comes from somewhere else. I'm saying that's the crate But we had to use crates when I was growing up. I had to use crates for my bed because we didn't have the bed, uh, the frame. Uh-huh. We we would we, I would have my bed sitting all in here with stairs walking up on my bed in the room, bro. I'm serious. <laughs> I I bunk, bunk yeah, bed. yeah. So who gave you the name Lethal Shooter? So my dad gave me that name. It was actually Lethal, In my games, my dad would call me Lethal. You know what I mean? My son Lethal, 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 Lethal. So when I was going to make my Instagram, um, my good friend Jonathan McNair, shout out to him because I thought Instagram was corny at first.
2: When did you first get on Instagram? Like
3: 2012, something like that. Yeah, I want to say like 2012. Yeah. But it was an iPod. So I didn't have a... Uh, I don't even know if... I, was iPhones around back then? IPhones, I don't want to yeah. sound 2010, stupid. yeah. Okay, okay. So yes. I didn't have an iPhone. I had a, I had one of them, a uh, small flip phone. It was bad. It was, it was a bad time. <laughs> so long story short, he gave me his iPod. And he's like, yo, you got to get on Instagram. And you know, back then, Facebook was pumping, yeah, MySpace, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. And then I said, man, all right, I'll get on this job, man. So I couldn't come up with no names. And I was like, you know what? Lethal Shooter. Like, that's, you know, woo-woo. So I, I came up with the name Lethal Shooter, but this is what people don't know, that he knows. I wasn't getting no traction on there, right? Bro, I would sit up from, like, 1 o'clock in the morning to, like, 8 o'clock at night and just liking people's photos, bro. So people can just see my page.
2: That's a growth hack strategy.
3: Yeah, yeah. I would just I would just sit up all night. You to man- do, manually do Manually do it myself. Like, And it's just like... I was just, my eyes would be burning in the morning. Like, I didn't care. You know what I mean? Cause I just wanted people to see who I was. You know what I mean? And that's another good example in life as well. You know, like, you got to bet on yourself. You know what I mean? You got to do things that other people yeah. won't do. And don't feel like you, you you look like a clown or something. Like, you know what I mean? Because I remember I used to do it around my face. Like, bro, what you doing? I'm like, "Stop like a liking pictures, bro. Like, y'all go ahead, dog. <laughs>
2: you know, what's crazy is uh, I actually used to do that. Um, Before Ernie a leash, I was growing my own personal page, yeah. But I used a bot. It was a bot that, if um, yeah. it was like $20 a month, yeah. like that, and it would like like 5,000 pictures yeah. a month. Well, I guess I'm doing it the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Automated, automated.
0: You got to Damn. You gotta, you gotta, you but it gotta, worked. But it did
2: work. Yeah. That was, the one of those, that was one of those things <laughs> where I was like, or, I don't know if it still works to this day. Yeah. But that, was early, yeah that was one yeah, of those yeah, early yeah, Instagram yeah. strategies. You yeah. like a picture. Yeah. And then somebody's like, who's, who's this random person? And they go to your page. Like, oh, he's pretty cool. I'm going to follow him. Yeah. Now that's dope. So, all right. So now, List some of your clients again that you're working with currently. NBA?
3: Yeah. Uh, Man, it's a blessing, man. Sabonis, Jalen Brown, Bobby Portis, Michael Porter Jr., Contavious mm-hmm. Carver-Pope win, win tonight, guys. They play tonight. They play tonight. Win, win All tonight, shooters. shooters. Win, Bobby, win. Portis. Bobby Portis became a shooter. That's my man, dog. That's now, my I, man. Was, yeah. Bulls
0: drafted him. Yeah, yeah, we gr- couldn't sign him. He went to Milwaukee. Yeah. And now he's knocking down threes. It's a blessing, man. Uh, great, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you
2: go.
3: Uh, I mean, it's a lot. Grayson okay. Island. Um, it's a lot of guys, man. So
2: now... You are just getting these players on your own individual. You're not working
3: with NBA teams anymore, no, right? Yeah, so like, so like, uh, the way it works is like when you go into, even if you help a player, once you go inside that organization, you're a part of the team, okay. if that makes sense. So, yeah. like, a good example is like this year I had Cole Anthony, you know, he's a New York guy. Oh. So, when I go in there and I go into Orlando and they allow me to come into their franchise in that gym to train. I become that, a representation of that franchise. Okay. That's why when I'm in there, you know, I got my shirt talked in. i Am am I on that staff? No. But if I'm in there and one of the coaches want to come in and join, yes, I absolutely love to, to do that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with the Celtics. When I went in there to help Jalen and Grant Woods and stuff, I'm, I'm in there. If the coach is in there, you know, how you doing, coach? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Woo-woo. And it's just like it's a blessing because that's the stuff that people don't see. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know, I'm a – People will just see the posts, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or people just see the results. But people don't really know what goes on on the back end.
0: I'm thinking about the guys you just named, Bobby Portis. I remember him at Arkansas. Yeah. W- wasn't a three-point shooter. Yeah. And then, now you just said Grant Williams. Yeah. I remember him at Tennessee. Yeah. He was a bruiser. Yeah. Watching him on bruiser. the Celtics. Yeah. And he has a three-point shot. Yeah. When you walk into these buildings, and, and I, the, I'm sure the players know who you are, are they looking at it like, yeah, I can shoot better than him? I oh can, man, like, always I always know he out. I mean he could let, let let's put it to the test right yeah, now. Like yeah. they challenge
3: you when you get in there? Yeah, so uh two weeks ago, let me tell you what happened two weeks ago. This dude's crazy, dog. <laughs> yeah. So the Nuggets was playing the Lakers at, at home, and me and Michael Porter was in the gym till like 11 o'clock, right? So don't forget, I had to train him for like an hour and a half. So I'm like tired. You know what I mean? Michael Porter talking Let's let's play a game. Who, who 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 get the first two in a row? I'm like, bro. I just trained you for an hour and a half. So shout out to Michael Porter. He beat me. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? But when he beat me, I, I didn't hit the end of it. You know what I mean? But but all jokes aside, I love shooting against my clients and having a good time because it just shows you that they believe in my shot. They know I can shoot, and um, and that's why I, I attacked the world record last year. If you saw it, it was, it was on ESPN. It. Like with with Red Bull, they did a good job of letting me. Express my shooting abilities, and Craig played a huge part in that. By the way, because he he taught me a few things that I needed to do to break the world record, and I did that to show people. His I lo- it was his record. Yep. I love shooting on little cans. I love shooting through straws. But like when you shooting on the real rim, that's what it really is. Because people don't know what I've really done. You know what I mean? So that's why I broke that world record, so people can know like I'm a legit shooter.
2: Then another criticism, you know, people online. There's always critics online. Right. Another criticism. Well. He could shoot in the drill, but he can't shoot in the game. Right. Um. What you? What's your thoughts on people when they say that? Yeah.
3: So that's good. That's that's good, and that's about life. Usually. Uh, when people criticize others, that means they can't do what they're trying to do with their life. You know, it's a reason why in high school, like I said, with Je- with Jesse and them, you know, I was nominated for the McDonald's All-American game. You know what I mean? I was I was top three in all of DMV and shooting guards. Like, you don't just, I'm not doing that. People, I'm coming down the religious. court. You're like, yo, go knock it down. You're not defending me. Right, right. I don't go to the <laughs> Pac-10 yeah, yeah, yeah. For no reason did I play a lot in the Pac-10. No, but that's the development that I needed. But you don't go to the Pac-10 back then, yeah. not being able to play basketball, and then go to the Atlantic-10 and finish first in Atlantic-10 when they got players like Deontay Christmas and different guys yep. that's 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 playing that league. And I, and if I couldn't shoot with a defender in my face, well, how would I play overseas? How would I do everything that I've done? How would I have broken all these barriers? So it's more just whenever you're doing something positive, you're always going to have people saying something negative, and you have to learn how to master. to block out the negativity. And I think I really mastered that, especially like when grown men walk up to me, like I don't give a hell, but it's like, man, you can't really shoot in real life. (laughs) But it's like, I guess everything that I've done is green screen. Like you get where I'm coming from, Like, like I'll do a video. Like, did you see the video of me laying on the ground? Yes. Making shots. People say, oh, that's green screen. <laughs> how about that green screen. Like, I don't got time for that, bro. I don't even got the money for that. So it's just like, bro, like, but but that means you're doing something right, yeah. bro. Yeah, you must like, be with it. Yeah, that yeah. means you're doing If you don't have people talking negative about you, you, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. But that's why only the select few can be
0: real big in life. Because if you can't take negativity, you won't be great. When, when I think about the greatest shooter, Steph Curry, I wonder right. how, your perception of it, right? You're coming up in a time... He's drafted in 09. He's right. going through the co- collegiate process. His impact on basketball, right? Because when there was a time when it was like obviously had the crossover, everybody wanted to do that. But Steph has come and now it's like everybody wants to shoot. Yeah. It's not like they're working on the handle. Your yeah. thing is specifically shooting. I wonder what your thoughts are on his impact. And have you ever shot against him?
3: Yeah. So I have a shot against Steph. He's a good friend of mine. Um I feel like, and I always say this. I feel like if it wasn't for Steph and Klay Thompson, I probably wouldn't have the brand I have today. Because the way they changed the game, you know, if it wasn't for them, shooting has always been shooting. Don't get it messed right, up. Right, right. Shooting has always they, been. They it, made yeah, it sexy. They, they, they made, made a it, certain uh-huh. way that, like for instance, like my client Kattavis caldwell signed signed eighty million dollar contract. Bobby Porter signed sixty million dollar contract because they extended their their range and stuff of that nature. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know, it's just a blessing to grow up in that situation where Steph impacted at the right time. And I say that in all my interviews where. Soon as Steph did that, that's when I was trying to figure out what I really wanted to do and things of that nature. And it's, it's you know, man, it's a dream come true, bro. Because if they wouldn't have did that, would it really be a, a famous shooting coach? Like, we all had shooting coach growing up. You know what I mean? But would, would it really be like that? So definitely shout out to those guys for doing that, for sure. All right. all right. Um, do you only train on shooting? Yeah. So the one thing I don't do, that, not saying other trainers do that, I'm not trying to dominate your whole training session. So you have a lot of trainers. They want to be a weight coach. Whatever. They want to be a dribbling coach. They want to cut your grass, wash your car, and help you with your jump <laughs> shot. My only job is to help you with shooting. So let's do, let's do uh, Bobby Portis. Yeah. When Bobby Portis hired me three years ago, and I still train him to this day, when I went to the gym, he had two other coaches in there. And, and, and their other coaches handle footwork, handle all that stuff. My job is for shooting. Okay, so when I went in there, they said, listen, bro, we've been watching you. We need your help, man. We need to break down this guy's jump shot. So when I broke down his jump shot, when it's time to do dribbling drills, it's not my job to do that. But anything he does to shoot out of those dribbling drills that now it's time for me to come in, because Mm -hmm. the one thing I am really good at is if it's something off the dribble, I know how to get to a quicker rhythm. I know how to do the stuff really, really fast to stimulate the person to have a good rhythm, if that makes sense. So, So, all right. Advice for trainers. Coming up, or just trainers in general.
2: Yeah, you think that they should just focus on one area, like Shamgar's a, a dribbling coach, you shooting coach, because a lot of most trainers do everything. Right. Do you think that that's a mistake them trying to do everything?
3: Well, that's a good example. You use a prime example that he's considered, you know, the one of the top dribbling coaches in the world, and mm-hmm. he's sitting on a Mavs bench, and this guy has his own shoe. So the thing I'm saying is he's not out there trying to teach people shooting no disrespect. He's not out there trying to put people in the weight room. He's teaching people ball handling. Mm -hmm. So the thing I'm saying is absolutely. If you're a trainer watching this, whatever God-given talent that he gave you, master that to teach it to other people and then the world is going to recognize that. But if you you can teach other things, teach that. But don't be such in a rush to try to teach other things because once you show you can teach one thing and people start doing it really good, Mm -hmm. then that's when other people are going to want to hire you.
0: Yeah, so when the lethal shooter obviously you had the skill you were teaching it but when does it become a brand when do other people start looking at it and saying, we need to bring this guy in so examples like a red bull how did they get involved in saying we need to have that talent on our roster
3: i'll say about four years ago so four years ago you know god is good bro like red bull Nike Jordan brand, um, all these major companies, the NBA. Like I'm never playing the NBA, bro. They got me at the NBA draft on the stage. We, we saw you at the
0: All
4: Star game. Yeah, yeah, but but
3: the, but the thing I'm saying is, it just shows you, bro. Like like what me you spoke about. Like if you are consistent, you're gonna get everything you want in life. You know what I mean? So when these brands was reaching out to me, it was just like, dang me. And then I started realizing that, yes, me, you deserve this. You went through all this for this moment. You didn't make it to the NBA, but your brand now is just like an NBA player. But that's what happens when you are consistent, bro. And that's why I try to tell people where I'm from, yeah, bro, you, you're you a rapper, but you didn't make it as high as Meek Mills, but why not just start a school and teach people um, how to rap or, or teach people how to use the the, the keys or so I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, there's other ways around to do other stuff. You know what I mean? So it's just... To to have these brands believe in me, bro, is, 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 man, it's a dream come I wouldn't even have a documentary if it wasn't for Red Bull. You know what I mean? I got my own Jordan shoe. You know what I mean? True. So,
2: well, talk. you're the only trainer with Jordan brand, right? Is no, I'm right? the only trainer
3: with my own shoe. With your own shoe. Yeah. With Jordan brand. With Jordan brand.
2: Let's go talk, out, man. Talk about that. How yeah, the, so...
3: And I'm the only trainer uh, that has a jump shot in NBA 2K, man. Because they consider yeah. me like a... Like yeah. a... You know, like an NBA guy. You yeah, know yeah, what I yeah. mean? But... When Jordan Brand reached out to me, they was like, uh, how you feel about a shoe? (laughs) And I was like, for me?
1: Yeah, yeah, And I was like,
3: hell yeah. (laughs) So I was like, all right, well, we're going to think about it. So I get an email like, yo, we got a conference call because you got to go through Oregon and, you know, everything's in um, Yeah in oregon, oregon. oregon. Yeah. so they reached out uh, we do everything and then jump at la was like yo this is gonna be the design and i looked at it i was like damn like this is amazing man like can i get it tomorrow <laughs> so I was like nah you get it in like 10 months you can't tell anybody and uh man it was a dream come true bro the dream come true
0: so you, you said you got a jump shot in 2k yeah but you recently just signed a deal with playstation man this yeah. is this is not yeah. just like 2K the game like Sony's PlayStation yeah man what what was that deal like like how how does that look because I've never seen somebody sign to the actual company itself yeah
3: Yeah. so they reached out to me like a year ago as well saying they've been watching me and they want to figure out ways to help me you know intertwine within the company and they had actually me and Jalen do a collab All-Star Weekend. Mm. And then they got to see me, uh, you know, just who I am as a person, if that makes sense. And once they saw that, they reached out again. It was like, you know, how would you feel uh, being up under the company? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I've been, I've been playing PlayStation my whole life. You know what I mean? So, man, I, I can't even explain how I feel, man. It's just a dream. So we think it may be like a game or like what? I mean, they got, we got some good stuff coming out soon. Definitely in the next, uh, what's this, in the next three months, Definitely stay tuned, man. It's, and then you're going to see, man, it's a dream come true, bro. So, how do you, at
2: this point, um, your people are reaching out to you as far as your clients?
3: Yeah. So, the way are you,
2: are you, do you recruit people or do people reach out to you?
3: Yeah, I don't really recruit people at all. Uh, so, like, uh, teams reach out to me, agencies, the players, or maybe the homie. <laughs> so, <laughs> it might be like, yo, man, my cousin is. It's blah, 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 man. He played for the Bucks, man. He needs your help, man. We sitting mm-hmm. in the kitchen right now, man, talking about you. So it's just whoever, you know, reaches out, I always I always respond. And only NBA players you're working with? So you know, that's a good – I'm glad you asked me that. Because, like, you have people like, oh, man, Lethal, you don't got time for – the kids and stuff like that. I do a lot of kid groups. I do a lot of stuff in the community. I do a lot of big things. But when it comes to soul training right now, I have to just do professionals, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm doing NBA, WNBA, and um, I, I, you know, God is good as well. I'm signed with Nike EYBL as one of their trainers mm. as well. So I just came back uh three days ago from Top 100, where yeah. I have to help all those kids and stuff like that. So it's just. It's just basically, that's they, that eats up so much of my time. So when I do do kids, uh, I, it has to be a big group. Like for instance, in LA in two weeks, I'm partnering um, with a, a youth program where it's gonna be 500 kids in there. I'm gonna hang out there for the day. And last time I was in New York, I was with the PA. I forgot the name of the gym, but it was like 600 kids in there through Five Star. And I'm in there hanging out all day, eating lunch with the kids. But that's what the people don't see. I mean, of course I'll post a shooting video with yeah. the kids. But I'm not just going doing that and just leaving. I'm in there mingling, hanging out when my time is due. I don't have time with a schedule that I have to just just train somebody really fast. Yes, I have to do certain type of clients right now mm-hmm. because that's what my, you know, that's what I have to do for right now.
0: Are there, this guys coming into leave the draft is coming up. Right. Are there agents that are looking at you to help their clients get into the league, right? Because I know you work with professionals that are there. But yeah. I'm looking at this draft class, and one of the things, you know, some of the knocks be like, you know what, yeah. he doesn't have range. That's he needs huge. To work. Are there agents that are looking at you to say, help my guy get into the league? Yeah. So this year, I
3: actually had the most ever. Like, I, I really never do uh, pre-draft workouts, but this is the year. Like, that's a good question. That a lot of agents was hitting me up because this draft, a lot of the guys that are like lottery and like, big-time names, they need help with their jump shot if mm-hmm. they want to make that bread. But yeah, I try to stay away from that. The only reason I try to stay away from that because I don't want you to try to use me is that like when you get drafted or something and and you still shooting that same shot Mm -hmm. and you think it's my fault, if that makes sense. I'll let you get drafted and let you do your thing for a year or so or something so you can see what it is. And then that's when I'll come in and do what I do. But you're not going to. Pre-draft workout with me and then go to a remember, you ain't been shooting good your whole life. And then you go work out for the for the hornets and two weeks and then you shoot the same and then it's lethal fault, if that makes sense. So I gotta protect myself, you know what I mean? Because what a lot of people don't say, everything is not really about race, but like as an African-American shooting coach, how many people it's not it's a little rare. You get what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like I gotta protect myself in a certain way right now. And I gotta sometimes say no to certain opportunities because I- How do
0: I save? Where do I invest? Can I build wealth to pass on to my family? Fidelity's got answers for you right here at InvestFest. Stop by booth 201 to chat with Fidelity's financial education consultants and pick up a fresh perspective on investing at one of their popular mini seminars. Their money pros are here to help you make smart financial decisions that can elevate your life and lay the foundation for a lasting legacy of black wealth. Fidelity at InvestVest will be your first stop on the road to financial greatness. Learn more at fidelity.com slash blackwealth or visit booth 201.
5: investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at That's corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T dot com.
3: I want to sabotage my brand because there's people out there that, you know, that that anything you do, they'll try to sabotage. Like a good example, Bobby said this on his podcast. He said that one game he played bad and people on Twitter was like, lethal is a scammer. <laughs> then the next game, Bobby hits eight threes. We love you, Lethal. So it's just like, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's just it's just You even know how that go? Yeah. So
2: let me ask you this. How do you determine like the rate to charge somebody? Because yeah. that's one of these things where... There's no set price on a trainer. I
3: guess it just depends on the value. Yeah. How do you you determine that? Just basically that's what my manager does. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, like, she'll reach out to the team. They'll reach out with her. They handle that. Just basically, like, you know, I'm not out here. The one thing I could say, but I could do, but I never do. Because I want you to have generational wealth. I I can get points on your contract if I want it. You know what I mean? Because every client that I've helped. Oh, you could? So the way it works is like, you know, let's say you're, you're Antoine mm-hmm. and in your, did you know, in NBA contracts, they have percentages where if you shoot 40% from three, you can make like an extra 800,000 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you make that's, if you make, you know, that it's the mm-hmm. point. It's in it's it's in in, so like I could, I could easily do things like that. Cause I have so much confidence in myself. I know when I train with you, bro, them percentages is going to go up. So that's why I, I, I don't do that. But I'm saying there's certain agencies and certain people that do do stuff like that with me. I'm not here to take all your money. I'm here to bring value to you and your family so you can make a lot of money, if that makes sense. So, like, when Katavis called Pope signed that contract, you know how much money he gave me? I'm asking. No, nah, I have no clue. Nothing. And I don't want nothing. I don't yeah. want no Rolex. I don't want no yeah. GMC truck. I want you to sign that thing so you and your family could be taken care of. When Bobby signed his contract, I called him. Man, I'm proud of you. Jalen Brown right now, they talking yeah. about he about, he to, about get to get a me. mega. 323. Hey, and, and, and you And you know what I want out of that? All I want him to do is is focus on my training, bro. I want him to have his generational wealth, if that makes sense. So when my manager talks to these people, it's it's a set rate for, uh, for NBA, WNBA, for for camps and all that type of stuff. So that's the stuff that her and
0: my team handle. Yo, listen, Jalen, when he you signed at 323, <laughs> he at least needs courtside tickets. <laughs> like, minimum, bro. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't go to games. Okay. <laughs> all right. But let's
2: talk about the era of trainers, though. Like, you, Chris Brinkley, you guys have become celebrities. Yeah. But even Dan, because like my son plays basketball, okay. right? And I've noticed he's 12. I've noticed something. When I, I played basketball my whole life. Yeah. And well, I used to just go to the basketball court yeah. and play. Yeah. Five on five, three on three, one on one. Right. Might have a training session every once in a while. Kids don't really play basketball anymore unless yeah. there's a training session. Yeah. There's a lot of personal trainers. Yeah. And I feel like every kid has a personal trainer now.
3: Yeah.
2: What's your thoughts on that?
3: I don't agree with it. You know what I mean? Because when I grew up, you know, what I mean, like like you said, we'll go outside. What nine in the morning? Hoop all day to five p.m. That's how you became good. Yeah. I feel like you know, at a young age, you should. I don't think a kid should really have. Of course, you need to have somebody age hey, do this here and there. Mm-hmm. But let that kid go play. That's how he gonna learn how to play at an early age. I feel like it's too much pacifying going on right now. You know what I mean? I feel like it's so many parents that's depriving kids of their childhoods because they're seeing what's happening on social media and stuff like that. And that's why a lot of these guys aren't really as great as they can be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And a lot of them feel, uh, what is the word when somebody feels like you're you're supposed to give them something entitled, entitled. These kids feel so entitled. Now we weren't entitled. You know what I mean? A good example. I remember I used to come to New York, bro. We would play at the Rucker. Then we'd go to uh, uh, pro city. Then we'd go to, uh, what was the one that, that was sponsored by Jordan brand? Um, I forgot, but basically we playing five games in a day. If that makes sense, with White Chocolate and all these guys, and it's just like we didn't we didn't have no trainers or nothing like that. We yeah. just we just hooping because yeah. we love the game. So it's like if it's somebody out there and you're young, of course have somebody explain to you how to do a train. On your spare time here and there. But if you really want to be the best man, go play basketball at a young age. You know what I mean? Just go hoop. Yeah, go hoop. Because even the runs now are like organized. Oh man, referees. Like, you, know, <laughs> you know, you know, back when we was growing up, if you foul me, but that's what you gotta that's we that what what missed. you gotta figure it out. That ain't a nigga. That is a foul. You follow me, man. Shoot for it. Yeah, shoot for <laughs> it.
0: He's shooting for me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just I feel like these kids are being deprived on life lessons. And that's why when you go to these AAU events, all due respect to the kids and the family, like these kids don't even know how to handle. They all whining and stuff like that. We didn't do that. You get what I'm saying? When I played for DC Assault and different things, like we was so much intertwined and understanding how it was playing at the park that when we went to and stuff happened, we knew how to handle ourselves. The kids right now don't even know how to handle themselves. Soon. Bro, these kids now are walking, down with vi- walking around with videographers at AAU games. I can't bro, even yeah. get content that's from true. my AAU that's true. games, that's, that's bro. That's another thing. Everybody's got a videographer. everybody got a videographer now. The rankings come the out rankings, younger yeah. and younger. You shouldn't rank. I think we shouldn't rank kids, bro, until they get to uh, middle, school. Yeah. middle school. Middle school? Uh, yeah, because we wouldn't know in high, high school yeah. a little too late. Yeah. I feel so like middle school.
0: Bryce, I saw you. Well, there's a picture. Yeah. You working out with Bryce. Right, right, Bryce right. James, right. Which is obviously LeBron's son. Right. So I mean, what what is that like when you have a child of a legend, a superstar, right. one of the greatest right. ever? Right. What what's that like for you? Right, because it's like, is there pressure for you to say like, I got to make sure this is working? Because you know that's his pops. Yeah. What what is that like? Well, you know, the blessing is to help Nike
3: and Jordan Brand. I am around a lot of top kids. Right. So there's no pressure for me. You know what I do, I have a lot of confidence in. So you know, at that camp, it was a lot of kids that are great. It's just Bryce's father is actually, is yeah, it's LeBron James. Right. just like, just like Melo's son was there, you know, just yeah. like other legends uh, kids are hooping, like, you know, big Zach Randolph. I trained his daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um Yeah, she's very, very great. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And she's a dog. I yeah. love her. Yeah. You know what I mean? But long story short, not to disrespect the Le- LeBron or anybody, but it's like it's not like nothing. I don't look at him as LeBron's son. I look at him as another young man that I need to help take to the next level. Mm-hmm. So when I'm talking to him, I'm not talking to him or a different person because you are somebody of that stature. I'm looking at you as a young man that I want to help take your jump shot um, to the next
0: level, if that makes sense. Jump shot, bro. Yeah. When you, when you, you said you don't go to games, yeah, but I know you watch games. Yeah. Are you ever watching games and somebody's struggling? Like, yo, damn, he really need to reach out. Yeah. You really need to reach yeah. out. So, I, need, I need I need I wish he would reach out so I could help him. Yeah, so I, I'll
3: go to games here and there, yeah. but I can't go watch my cars play because it gives me anxiety. Cause I can't really be myself. Cause like at the game, like when I went to one of Sabona's games, he did good. He had like 20 and 20. But he could have had like 32 and 25. Mm-hmm. So when he do certain stuff at the games, you know, I want to be like, got that. But I can't do that because I'm a lethal shooter. So I got to sit there with my polo on and just be like, just chilling. So I like, I'd rather watch from the TV because I'm, I'm ready to snap. You're like the boxing
0: trainer watching the fighters.
3: Yes, yes, yes. So it's just, I can't really be myself. So yes, bro, what I do is I got a book. It's, I, I got a lethal shooter on the side of the book. Bro, I watch all these games. Every shooter that can't shoot, I write notes down on them. That's why every time somebody calls me and asks for help, I don't, I'm good, I'm ready. Yeah. So like, let's say somebody DM me or management team hits me up. Hey man, we want you to work with blah, blah, blah. Perfect. As soon as I get with that person, I'll be like, man, what's your favorite spot? And they'll be like, I don't know. I could tell them their favorite spot. I could tell them why they're missing. I could tell them the shots they can't make. I could tell them everything about their body uh, demeanor on the bench. I could tell them their body language after they missed shots. Mm -hmm. I can literally tell you everything you're doing wrong with the art of shooting. You're doing the prep work. You got got to do the prep work. You You know what I mean? You got to, especially dealing with these type of guys. You know what I mean? Because when they meet you, I'm going to give you a good example, bro, because he's from New York. So I met Danny Green two years ago. And you remember, he's considered one of the best shooters of all time. You know what I mean? He did a good job. I mean, Danny's yeah. no, a, a good shooter. He's a great shooter. Great shooter. For New York. How, how many people out of New York? York New York. Uh, <laughs> uh, what you mean? like so, so
2: that, uh, it's not a lot of great shooters come out of New York. No, it, uh, It's a forehand. It don't matter. It's like, so he's, it?
0: It's like him, Tobias Harris? Okay. Yeah. All right. right. So no, Danny's Right up. now. Right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah so
3: long short. story short, when I first met Danny, he was like, what can you teach me that I don't know about shooting? Mm. Yeah. So I was like, I really think it's a lot I could teach you, man. I think this is what you do wrong. That's what you do wrong. And he was like, oh, damn. <laughs> so when he came to the Sixers, that was the highest three-point percentage he ever shot in his career from the corner. Because that was the biggest thing we was working on. Because the year prior that I wasn't with him, the Lakers, we wasn't. he didn't do it the way he really wanted to do it. But we built a relationship that what people don't know is in the finals, we were talking on the phone but I wasn't really being able to touch him the way I could. So I trained him one time for the Lakers, but that's not enough with the art of shooting. That's not enough. So we would have phone calls. And then we started training when he was with the Sixers. That's when everything started coming back. But that's another prime example where players are like, you know, like, well, like, well, how can you really help me? And that's a good example because a lot of elite shooters who hire me when I do help them, they always say that. Like, what can you teach me that I don't know? And if Steph Curry, if Tiger Woods have coaches all of us can have coaches because they're the True. best.
2: So you yeah, demand on your time, right? Because you're training different players in different parts of the country. Like you said, I mean, if you get one session in with a person, that's not really going to mm-hmm. change everything. What's How do you structure this? Is it like a package where like, I got to see you two times in a week or six times over the course of a month? Like, how do you do that?
3: Yes, you got to be very consistent in the summertime. It has to be over at least 25 workouts. 25. You know, what I mean, if you if you if each you, each player, each play, it doesn't matter how it happens, but it needs to be at least 25 workouts. Just okay. so because the thing about muscle memory is and it's about repetition. You know what I mean? Like if you if you don't do something consistently, you're not with that person that's teaching you how to do it. Like if you train with me in the summer three times and you think the first game in the NBA season, you're going to be shooting great. No, that's why it's a lot of people that I've actually trained that I never posted. Because, you know, you're not a representation of me if you only train for me one or <laughs> twice. You're a representation of me when we train multiple times. And that's when I, that's when I post the uh, shooting videos and stuff like that of that nature. So, so do
2: you have, because I used to go to IMG Academy, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you know about IMG.
3: Yeah. So um, the trainer
2: there, his name was Joe Abunasar. Okay. I think they got Impact now in Vegas. But all the NBA players used to go to IMG to mm-hmm. train. Is, are they all coming to you?
3: They all coming to you? No, no. So I I travel as well.
1: You travel? Yeah, yeah. But I that makes it harder, well. though, right? It
3: does make it hard. But the reason why I do that, so just so everybody can know too, I, I can I can I, if I want it, I'm not. I could easily be a millionaire because all, all I would have to do is build a gym. Let every single bro. If I let every single NBA player that reached out to me train with me, I would make tons of money. But the thing is, since I'm a shooting coach and my brand is where it's at, if an NBA player comes to my gym, does an answer story, what are everybody gonna say? Oh. Blah blah blah, with lethal, but they don't. They don't know that that might have been one or two workouts. Now that gets out. Now what happens is when in the middle of the season, his shooting percentage is a certain way. Who fault is it? It's Lethos' yes, fault. Yes. So that's why with my brand, I can't bring in all these NBA guys because I'm teaching one premium thing, if that makes sense. You get where I'm coming from. And that's why I don't cheat people even with my youth camp. So like when you see my personal camps, I do small camps so all the kids can can touch me and understand and get the uh, uh understand the art of shooting. I don't do big, massive camps for myself because I'm not gonna be to give everybody the same attention. I want to do camps to give everybody the same attention. That's why every camp that I do is really, really small because I really want to help them people. Not saying it's nothing wrong with the other camps that other people are doing. But if I really wanted to do the quick get money schemes, I could easily do that. Okay. So but you so you never want
2: to have a facility where it's just everybody just comes,
3: even if Oh, I right? have a facility right now. Okay. But the thing is with the the way you explained it which is done it's so many people. When I'm teaching the art of shooting, bro, and the the energy that I'm giving to a client, it's impossible for me to try to train five so, five so you, NBA. You, you guys like to do
2: one day. person at a time. I,
3: I like to probably in a day the most. I'll push myself is probably two NBA players in a day. In a whole in a whole entire day. A, yeah, because the energy that I'm giving that person, I, I don't want it to be Dude, other like back trainers. To back to back. I want it to be myself. How long is the workout itself? It would probably be an hour and a half, and I feel like you ain't listening. I'm, I'm gonna push you to you like, I'm, I'm, and I don't get paid overtime. So it was a good example. Uh, let's, let's do, uh, let's do Cole Anthony because he's from New York. Yeah. It was one time he was in the workout. He wasn't getting the footwork that I needed to understand to his step back. So after the hour and a half is up, that's the hour that he hour and a half he paid for. We stayed in the gym, bro, for like three and a half hours. But the one thing to understand is I'm not about to charge you double. I just want you to understand what I'm looking for. So now what that does is I'm not waiting oh shit now i got blah 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 next i need to hurry up and get coal out if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. i just like to have my day open because i really want this person to understand what gotcha. i'm looking for you know what nah, mean? i mean but if i want it i get it, it. For, trust me bro i could i can get about seven in a day <laughs> and make make some great money yeah, doing that yeah. but well, you it, think it'll, it'll compromise the it'll integrity compr- of what you yeah doing. man because I, I i just want that person to know, and that's why if you notice with, with my content uh it's not saying it needs all the trainers need to do this but i don't have millions a lot of people in in my workouts and stuff like that. It's me and I might have somebody rebound, but I'm doing I'm I'm checking the guy. I'm doing everything. So do you ever train two people at one time? The only time I do that is when they have to understand the same exact task. I can't train you two together if your foot works off and his arm is off because now if you, if you do something and I'm watching him, you're, you're doing the same thing wrong over and over and over, if that makes sense. Yeah. Now, if both of you guys have the same issues, I can train both of you guys together. You know, and I, I find that weird sometimes, too, when you'll have a guard and a center and some all these guys training in one group doing the same move. <laughs> it don't even make sense. Like, I, a good example is I trained Grayson Island and Bobby Porter's. You know how many times they've trained together? During the season? During the season. I train both of them. The whole season. How many times do you think they train together in the same gym? Never? Probably Never. Haven't. They're, yeah, they're, they're doing two different guards. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now if I wanted to, to do it quick and to knock them out quick, I'll do it that way when I go to and Milwaukee. two-for-one. Yeah. Man, Amen. do a two-for-one. Let me get this quick bread, <laughs> I go back to my room get something good to eat. You know yeah, what I'm
0: saying? I, we keep bringing up Milwaukee. Grayson's in Milwaukee. Yeah. Bobby's in Milwaukee. Yeah. We know the biggest star in Milwaukee, yeah. to be honest. I'm thinking from a business standpoint, if I'm the Bucks, right? Yeah. If I've seen the work that you've done with Bobby, I've seen what you've done with Grayson, and I know the one thing that's stopping this guy from potentially being, I mean, he's probably top three in the league now, Yeah. is his jump shot. Yeah. Is the three-point shot. Yeah. Why are we not reaching out?
3: Yeah, well, the good thing about life is, you know, if they're not reaching out, if they are reaching out, when the time does come, I'm going to be ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, you 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 have to wait on others. You know what I mean. Yeah. And, and I'm prepared to take on any task. I'm I'm prepared to take on anybody. Anybody that you name. How, how big
0: is the the lethal shooter notebook on Giannis?
3: It's not really that big. You know what I mean. It's not. It's not really that much. You know what I mean. It's just. It's just the repetitions that's needed. You know, a good example. Once again, I'll use. Let's use Grayson and Cole. Do they both jump high? Oh no. What. No.
0: Co- jump high. Oh, no, Cole does. Oh, Cole.
3: Grayson Allen don't jump high? Eh, and Duke, he, he used to have some. What? Stuff. He still got those? Bro, is come he, on, is y'all. he known as a dunker? Bro, Grayson I- Google right now. No, he, got I- he got, Bro, Duke, he got he bounce. Has got he t- got, t- he, got, he, t- he has He got, did t- he t- has, t- No, he has a quick twitch. Okay. So the thing is, with people with quick twitch is like Cole, Anthony, Grayson, Russell Westbrook. Who else? Uh, who we else know Giannis. we talking about him.
0: Donovan Mitchell. Another one.
3: Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell does a good job of calming it down, though. Yeah. So it's just different things that people with quick twitches have to learn how to how to shoot the basketball. So yeah. people like Giannis and different people of the nature, it's not hard for me to teach. that. I feel like anybody that's shooting the basketball can learn how to properly shoot the basketball.
2: So I want to ask you this. Um, I used to use this machine called the gun. Yeah. How do you feel about that like technology?
3: Um, do you use that? And you're no, I mean I don't knock it though. Okay, you know what I mean. But I prefer how I grew up. Pass me the ball. Or I pass my client the ball. You know what I mean? Because that stimulation is real. You know what I mean? And and not saying don't use a gun, don't buy a gun. But you are, when you're using a shooting gun, it's not the same as somebody passing you the ball. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I prefer the, uh, somebody passing you the ball.
2: The next question is: We went to um, Toronto. And we went right. to we played at the um uh, okay. Raptors Center. We did. So um, shout out to the Raptors. They had this thing they were showing us where it was like AI on the board and yeah. it, it tracks the where, ball. Yeah. Yeah. You familiar with this?
3: Yeah, I, I'm familiar with how it. How you you use that or how do you feel about that? Nah, like I, I it's just too much. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like
2: it's yeah, just it
0: like just, the arc of the ball. Yeah, it's almost it's, like 2K when it's like But the, but great the thing release. I'm
3: trying to say is like not saying it's not true, but when Steph Curry's making all these shots, you know what I mean? Yes, the arc might be the same a little bit of ways. But once you start getting all that technical, you got people overthinking for no reason. You know, just shoot the damn ball, bro. Yeah. We don't need all that. I look, oh, oh it was green. Oh, let me do it again. Like, just shoot the ball. You know what I mean? not saying in today's world we shouldn't evolve and do different things to stimulate these players. But me personally, if I'm training, I don't need all that stuff going on, if that makes is sense.
0: It, is it skill set versus mindset when in shooting?
3: I think it's mindset. You know what I mean? I feel like anything that somebody does as great is mindset. You know what I mean? Not saying Tiger Woods isn't the greatest golfer potentially of all time, but he's the greatest golfer of all time because of his mental. And if you got a weak mind and and you fold fast, you're not going to be good at nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It's weird because you'll see great shooters and they'll get to the free throw line and they'll shoot like 70%.
3: Yeah, I did that. So in college – I, I was number one in the conference and um and threes made, yeah. but I was like thirtieth in free throws. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. I didn't master understanding how to master uh that area in my game. And that's why I'm able to teach the way I teach because it was certain things that I didn't master here because I was feeding that on the court. And that's why with my clients I'm able to teach them the whole master of the craft with the art of shooting.
2: Um I don't I used to when I used to shoot I maybe it was mental, but I always felt when I lift weights, like when I did shoulders, right? It it just made me a much better shooter. Hmm. Um, when I did a show, not, not
0: a call in the lethal. That's, That's shooter yeah. yeah, I'm
2: surprised.
3: So you would lift and then go play. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah, or like no workout. Yeah, so so I, I didn't ga- play a game.
2: But oh, I would, I would okay, like, okay, I would okay. Workouts. but whenever I was like in a shooting slump, I would I would um do shoulder
3: press. Well, it sounds like when you feel like you're strong, it gives you confidence. Yeah, yeah. No disrespect. That's a so it's a mindset. So, so it's a mindset like it's like it's like me. Like I'm not trying to be funny. Like if I don't got a nice haircut. Like, this is some weird stuff. Like, if I don't got a nice haircut and the way my shoes need to be, I can't break world records and do the stuff I do, if that makes sense. So, like, what's your thing? Uh, it
0: depends on what we're talking about. <laughs> basketball, basketball. <laughs> basketball. I I, I stopped playing basketball in high school. Okay, okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah, every
3: yeah, hooper yeah, has yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, was it Carmelo or Chris? Whoever, one of them used to lift crazy hard before games. Carmelo, Malone. Carmelo. Malone. 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 Yeah, but look how soft his mid-range jump. But that was sweet. that mental you talking about. Yeah. But me, my clients don't don't lift before no game. You no. get what I'm saying? That's just nah. Well, do you think lifting uh, um plays a part in shooting at all? Yeah, it does. Okay, that's why you look at the biggest athletes now. They they don't lift crazy strong weights. They do bands and they do light weights with a lot of reps. You get what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. why it's, it'd be so funny when you see these kids now, they young and their parents be having them lifting all these weights. Like you, number one, people, that's not going to stunt their growth. Yes, it is. Kevin Durant wasn't lifting no weights. and like, So, so that's Durant the age that's not, the age old debate. So you're saying that lifting
2: weights though. does, <laughs> lifting yeah, weights. Bands and light. Because, yeah. Lifting, all right, Once again, going back to the IMG thing, right? Because um, that's the first time I really got a chance to really get into training, and like, and they had us lifting weights. Like, how old were you? I was like eighteen.
3: You're 18, bro. Yeah, You're you know a grown I mean? man.
2: No, 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 no. But I'm saying like even Kevin Durant doesn't lift weights. Like some people say like
3: there's no need to lift weights at no. all. No. So Kevin Durant is seven foot, foot seven yeah. foot. He don't need, he going to get to wherever he want to get. Yeah. But the thing I'm saying is at your age, at your height and my height, yeah. we shouldn't have lift weights into the 10th grade. Yeah. Everything should be bands, running hills. Yeah, and the like grass.
0: When you say in bands, this is just like coming from like kinesiology. When people lift, like a Kevin Durant, he's doing it for muscular endurance. Yes. Right, not muscular strength. Whereas yes. you got, we lift weights, it's like I want to get bigger, I want to get yes. stronger. But you really just want to have those muscles have endurance. So exactly. step have that fast switch go back or, and or forth. I think it, it depends
2: yeah. on what kind of player you are. If you're, if you're more of a Carlos
0: Boozer. Yeah. He has to lift weights. He's a bullet because yeah. he's a bully. Because, because, because a a bully. of what he's going to be doing Ex- in the game. Exactly. Yeah. But, but like, even like Russ, we saw him get muscular. Right. But he still has the endurance. Or like bra like Braun. Braun that's good. That's good. Braun is physically But does he, he lift strong weights? He doesn't lift strong weights. No. Nah, because he's natural, he's
3: also natural. Okay, gone. let's use somebody else then.
0: Who else is uh you can use Greek.
3: Let's oh let's use Yana. You think he's in there lifting strong weight? No, But he did put on some. He put he that's did. body mass and food. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So yeah. the thing I'm saying is, you do bands and then you do light weights with a lot, a lot, a of, lot reps. of reps. Lot of because reps. the thing is, yeah. if you go too heavy, bro, you will break stuff off, and that's when you start getting get hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, and that's what. All right, let's do another. Let's do Dwight because I got to Dwight. Dwight. When the first time I got to Dwight, his what are these called again? The pecs. Uh, the pecs. Yeah, bro, they was he was huge, <laughs> The trapex.
0: Deltoids. Tra- well, tra- tra- tra-
3: well, none trapezius. of us know what we're talking about right now. <laughs>
0: tra- okay, Trapezius. Deltoids up here. We don't know what we're talking about right nah, now, But whatever these are. The wife has big deltoids, okay. of course. And then Ain't trapezius. nothing wrong with that. So listen. Yeah. When I first
3: met him, he was like Megatron, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to his weight coach. I said, respectfully, can we drop all of that, make him smaller, but make him stronger, if that makes sense. Yep. Bro, we made him stronger, and we dropped all of the strength. So if you look at the white body right now, even after the Hawks, even for the Lakers, he look how? More slim. More slim. slim. Now, was he still strong as a motherfucker? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Faster, jumping higher. That's of after course, injury. Of course not jumping at Orlando Dwight. That no. was different. He was young. He was straight out of high school. Now, it older, he's still getting up. Because they they shrunken they took stop lifting all that crazy stuff mm-hmm. and minimize it to bands and doing different things and the air matters too like when you train like high end athletes you want to train them in um in places where it's low oxygen you get what I'm saying so go to it, woo you got to do that place like Montana and, and different places like that that's yeah. what I do like if you're really serious yeah. like and, and heat. So, like, with Bobby, sometimes, like, we'll do stuff outside. Like, you want to do certain stuff. Don't make it comfortable for them. You want them to make well, it as, as, That's what I... So, I used to go to school in Hawaii, and...
2: Okay.
0: Um, so he just gave you his entire scholastic career. Yeah. Because <laughs> everything he's saying <laughs> in <laughs> elementary <laughs> school, <laughs> you know... We, I'm waiting for the <laughs> with the Woodlands. Because we all went
2: <laughs> But now, that's when... Yeah, we used to play in the gym and it was no air conditioning. Perfect, it was like ninety degrees. And, Perfect. And you just your, your your shirt is just soaked. Perfect. But that's the vibe
3: that you need. Exactly. Even in
2: New York during the summertime, you play outside, ninety degrees outside. Like that's how I always liked it better. Exactly. Like, you know, I feel like you, exactly you get, you get the most out of it. exactly.
3: I don't like I don't I don't like training my clients in gyms with AC. Man, mm. cut that cut that off. Entitlement. Yeah, man, cut that off, <laughs> man. Like a boxer. You yeah. yeah. Know, like. No, I'm serious, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like like this last time when I was training Sabonis, I probably ripped this shirt like four times. Yeah. Yeah, it's me and you Me and you up in this motherfucker You he, know what I'm saying And he's an all star yeah, yeah he's an
0: all star man That's yeah, a c- blessing how, how, how many shooting records Do you have Right Cause I know you made 23 out of 25 Which yeah. is the world record Yeah I feel like 25
3: 20, 20 in a row was a world record That was extremely hard Are we going for 25 out of 25 Oh yeah, yeah. I started that in a month and a half. That's gonna be pretty easy. 25 twenty five threes. Yeah. So in the, yeah, in the in three point seconds. contest,
0: you get the the five balls at each yep, rack. Yep. Five. So you you nobody's ever nobody's. Craig
3: nobody's he had twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Nobody's ever did twenty in a row. Nobody's. I've I've done twenty three like fourteen times. Easy. Easy. Yeah, but you remember, I wouldn't say easy. Don't get. I think people you. get it misconstrued. Yeah. This type of concentration is like. You're staring at something and you can't even, you can only blink twice. Like it's like the the stuff that you have to do to get these type of things done is rem- That's why Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Rip Hamilton, Allen Houston, uh as soon as I did that, all of them reached out to me, bro. Yeah. All of them. Because like people see it online, oh yeah, Lethal, there you go again. But they don't know, like, bro, this is extremely hard. But like I said, I had Craig Hodges explaining small things to me, explaining different things of that nature. Yeah. But I had to go out there and shoot it, if that makes sense. So right. I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to do 25 for Red Bull. They
0: gave me that task. I'm gonna do it. They got you going to Tokyo. They got me going to Tokyo. You are going to face a robot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, and, shoot, and shooting? Yeah. There's, you know they got that robot that just shoots. Yeah. Perfect form and it makes shots. Yeah. So you're gonna face this robot. Yep. Uh, yeah, is each, each well? You're gonna get 25 shots. They get 25. Yeah. So we're right? not we're not doing runner racks. We're
3: gonna play a game of horse. Okay. And uh, the 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 upside that the robot does have that, like from half court, it can shoot regular. Mm-hmm. So my half court <laughs> shot is like a going to be it's like I wouldn't even say a push. It's like a push shot because I could make, bro. You I don't know if y'all seen on my page. I could make like eight in a row from half court, easy. You know what I mean? So that's the only thing it has um has on me <laughs> has a, it shoots like that yeah yeah lock boop and it go and it, it'll go in so i'm excited because this is something that i thought about 3 years ago yeah. you know what i mean and red bull did a good job of making a dream reality and i'm a, i'm going to make sure i take care of mankind man you got to represent for it i'm a, i'm going to represent man we what? can't let we can't let the robot win
2: what is the most <laughs> important part about shooting is it your legs is it your form is it your follow through mm-hmm. What's the most important? Outside of the mental, I know mental. Yeah, yeah. But what's the most mechanical important part of a shooter? I say your footwork. But you what? know what I
3: mean? Any, you know, feet, you can't, should be, feet should
2: be pointed to the basket.
3: I, I don't even say it have to be straight pointed to the basket like Klay Thompson, but if you don't have good footwork, you're not going to be a great shooter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's like in any sport hockey, whatever. Like you right, got to have yeah. soccer, you got to have great footwork. Everything you do in life always starts with the foundation. Boxers, you get what I'm saying? So, if you want to be a great shooter, make sure as much as you want to shoot the basketball, you take time to master your feet as well.
0: Yeah, listen, man. I'm going to tell you something. Shady isn't giving, he's giving you his whole scholastic career. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to the All Star game next year. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. And we're playing in a celebrity. Oh, game. y'all going to play in it? But we're we, yeah. we going to get him in. Me, me and Jada Kiss, we got we, a thing. We're going to get we gonna, him in yeah, there. Yeah, okay. I'm,
2: we're campaigning. We're okay. campaigning.
0: When we went to Toronto, okay. I'm, I'm used to seeing him make a lot of shots. Yes. Okay. I'm used to seeing, like, okay. we grew up watching him play. Yeah. Know, his his form is a little bit off.
2: Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't so much my form was what off. Was it? it was. I wasn't used. To, I'm not used
3: to an NBA court. It's a, it's it's a far three. Exactly. But you got me now.
2: He got me <laughs> now. What
0: I'm <laughs> you got true. me now. Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because when we, we saw you last year. Yeah. In uh in Utah, I was like, all right, this is the mo- this is not the moment. Yeah, yeah. He's not playing this year. Yeah, yeah. The next year he's gonna be playing. I got you. We got you. We gotta Right, right, right. He can't make you look bad out there. Nah, 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 nah. I see what you did. Were you working with Alex uh, Toussaint, the dude from from Peloton?
3: Uh, uh, Chris Chris uh, trained him, and then I had to train him twice for the NBA. He's a great listener, golly, and a great learner.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you won MVP twice. So yeah, I, yeah. I feel like this is something that yeah. can happen.
3: Yeah, if you if you if you're a good listener, bro, and 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 am you, you want that's all about to say. And you, I got you.
2: Uh, I appreciate I got it. You. It is. Before we finish, I gotta ask you a couple basketball questions. Your top five DC players. Well, who's your favorite DC player? Let's just say that.
3: I got some. I got
0: somebody. I'm thinking, but you said. Uh, I
3: So I did this before about a few weeks ago, but I'll say that my favorite player ever to come from DC. You know what I mean? Only re, I, I, I'll say he don't get enough credit because how social media is, but I, I really think it's uh, I think it's Kevin Durant. Kevin, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, think, yeah I think yeah,
0: I think yeah, it's Kevin. Well, Durant. Oh yeah, yeah well, you yeah, got yeah. you got four more. Well, well mine is... I want to hear what he's going to say. Because the there's a guy that I watched growing up. He's yeah, from that area. with the DeMatha. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: K, KD technically is from Maryland. He's Maryland.
3: Yeah. But I know it's all D. Well, D.C. does it. It's, it's, like, like, it's not really he enough. That. It, it's, it's DMV. Like, it's like...
2: Yeah, yeah, PG County. PG County, D.C. You because know
3: what I Because D.C. had a
2: lot of great... Um, High school, like the Catholic School League in DC. At one yeah, point, yeah. my
3: favorite player of all
2: time from DC is Victor Page. Victor. Um, he grew up in my one of my old neighborhoods. Yeah. Victor Page. I just okay. felt I, like that wasn't the name I was gonna say. Yeah, that yeah. that He's Georgetown backcourt with him man, and Iverson.
3: Man. And he Nicholas.
2: was, and then when Iverson left, man. he was averaging he like twenty
3: six points. Like he was killing. Yeah. But that's another prime example of our area, man. Like Victor is is a reason why I go as hard as I go because you you know as as so brothers. You we one bad decision away from being all the way back at square zero. You know yeah, what man. I mean? And yeah, he's yeah. that he's that left hand silky. You know, I mean, he told AI to crossover. You feel yeah, me? Like, like start, this but, dude, yeah. this dude Victor is a is a neighborhood superstar, but the world don't know about him because of decisions that he made. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? And I he's do. one of those people. When I was growing up, man, I wanted to be like Victor Page. You know what I mean? Like he's one of those guys that like. But that's that grit we talk about. That that DMV grit. That killer mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's just. Man, I I just pray the world could have saw somebody like him. Man, he's like, in your top five. I wouldn't say he's in my top five. Who, but who else? Who who you got? I say like Lin Bias. Um, and I, I and and remember you to be up there, you got to be a winner as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's nobody yeah. in the D.M.V. area that has won more accolades than Quinn Cook. You know what I mean? Quinn Cook does Quinn not Cook, get another one. He does not get the 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 benefit of the doubt that he's supposed to national
0: get national champion, NBA champion.
3: Bruh, you he won an Olympic medal at high school, 19, yep. high school championship. He won in college. He won NBA. I mean, man. this dude, nobody is like Quinn Cook. That's a good come one. Come on, man. So it's just, it's just it's, it's so many greats. I don't want the to list to it. Look it the
2: Kentucky Bogus, Bogans. Keith Bogans, Keith Bogan's. Was, yeah. And the other one Went to um North Carolina I was thinking Joe Forte Joe, Joe Forte So these
3: are guys are Forte guys. was just so skilled bro They, they, he, but, to, but they, they went to Catholic schools See huh? people don't know About Joe Forte though Joe uh, Forte uh, yeah. Joe Forte was like our You talking about fundamental He was like <laughs> He was built like Who was he built like Him and Keith was built the same yeah, Him yeah, and yeah. Keith Bogans Was strong yeah. No fat um, but it just but but that's where you got to be like New York like DMV and New York we we both have the same pedigree we're we not about to back down you got to kill us we're not backing down yeah. so but the the people you're naming is just but people knew what Keith was cuz Keith was able to hold he did a good job of playing in the but NBA yeah, yeah. went to Kentucky and, and went to Kentucky yeah. i mean uh Joe went to North Carolina but nothing happened
0: after that yeah, yeah. that Ronald. makes sense what is Ronald curry I don't know if it was he's around. from He's from Maryland, though. No, no, he's from DMV. Oh, he's from DMV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was number one football player and number one basketball
3: no, player. No, you're talking about um, uh, Peppers. That's not Julius Peppers. You're talking about Julius Peppers. Now, Ronald Curry, he was a- Ronald Curry from yeah, D.C.? He
0: he, he was a number one football player in the country, number one basketball player in the country. Went we gotta, to North Carolina. got to Google that. You might
3: want to pull
0: up. got to Google it. Gotta Google I don't know. got to Google it. All right, one more? Keep going, keep going. This one is a top five
2: question. And the top three is easy. But the top two, the other two is interesting. Shooters of all time.
3: Top five? Top five shooters of all time. This is easy. So I say Steph at number one. People hate when I say this, but this is the truth. Yeah, I mean, Klay Thompson, bro. At number two? Yeah. Klay, like, like I had a Reggie Miller. This dude scores 60 points and off 12 dribbles. He's dangerous. He's dangerous. And this is what people understand too. When I don't say Reggie or don't say those different guys, it's not that they're not Better than Clay and Steph. It's just the way the game evolved. So if Reggie played in today's era, how they're slinging threes and doing, and Ray played in this era, slinging threes, they'll tear, they'll tear both of those guys. But nobody will ever tear Steph Curry. Why? Because Ray and Reggie they can't shoot off the dribble like Steph Curry. But the thing is, Mm -hmm. Steph, like you can't like shoot off the dribble. Steph Curry's one. He's considered the best shooter of all time. So when I say Clay. Clay, Reggie, Ray, they're all in that same rim, if that makes sense. You Mm -hmm. get where I'm coming Mm -hmm. from? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the best mid-range shooter of all time, I'm not saying this because I know him, but I really, truly think it's it's Kevin Durant. Like, Kevin Durant, you can't stop him in the mid-range. You know what I mean? Um, Larry Bird, how his mid-range jump shot was. But... Larry Berg was very skilled. Larry Berg was next level. But it's the times that have changed. Larry Berg's skill level in the mid was different than Kevin because Kevin had an advanced skill set because of how our times are. Mm-hmm. So if we take Kevin and take him to the 80s to play in that era. He's going to be doing stuff and they're going to be like, what the hell? But if you bring Larry Berg to this era and he works out with these people now, he's doing what Kevin's doing I don't know, because Larry Berg's body was thicker. Larry Berg was but not you know, not athletic though. He wasn't athletic because back then they weren't doing what they're doing now yeah. with the body, if yeah. that makes sense. You get where I'm coming from? Right, so right, it's right. like when we do these comparisons, it's it's kind of tough. it's tough because certain things were being deprived. You get what I'm saying? All so right. Toe, you got one more. So you got you
2: got Steph Curry, you got um Play, play, play KD, which is Golden State. That's crazy. Right, right. That's and Then you State. got you got Larry Bird. And, uh, and you, got, you got one more. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, you got one.
2: Craig
3: Hodges.
0: You know I I mean, think
3: Craig Hodges didn't get a chance. Legend. He got, he got, you know, this guy won the three point contest back to back, bro. This dude, this dude, this dude was the best shooter ever in Chicago Man. history, bro. And, it's, and Larry, it, Larry
0: beat him when it, it, he. Beat and, yeah, and it's Come interesting on, how
2: you judge because it's like most people will say, okay, Ray Allen, and then um, also Ray Allen and um,
3: oh, right? Reggie Miller, mm-hmm.
2: but then it's like. Mike Mubarak Duaa oof technically is the best. He's one of the best shooters of all time. He he yeah. is considered one of the best. Conversation. I he is for sure. Best shooter, best ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, is, where
0: you put Dame in there? Who Dame Dame,
3: Dame. Dame.
2: right now Dame Lillard yeah. Lillard Ooh, one of the best shooters yeah. ever. Is well, not in the conversation? You don't
5: think? No.
0: I don't he, think he's one of the best? No disrespect. Best Dame is a legend, but ever? Yeah, I think so. What do you think? Why would you? Why would you? The range where he can. I mean, he has mid range. know, beyond 25, 30 feet what What you say? You got
3: Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk is ill.
0: He's yeah, up there. We no, I gotta like Dirk. say Dirk. We gotta
3: say, but don't get it messed up right now. In today's NBA, today's NBA, I think Dame is 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 today's. I'm oh, like, Dame! He's legendary. He's he's top five. Yeah. There, goes, there goes Ronald Curry? By the way, oh, that's Hampton. That's not considered DMV. No, DMV. Oh, it's uh, so Hampton. Yeah. He's not wrong though. He's not wrong oh, okay. though. But Hampton. Yeah. Not, no disrespect to Hampton out there. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that, what That's what I'm just, Yeah, that, that's deep. That's like us trying to claim Allen Iverson. Yeah. Can't, we can't, I, yeah, we would love to. Yeah, Newport News. We would love to say eight hours yeah, from the DMV, yeah, yeah. bro. I would love to take that type of claim. So, yeah.
2: what, what what advice would you give for training? I know there's a lot of trainers that, that and a lot, I know a lot of trainers personally, trying to get over the hump. You know what I mean? Working with kids. They have a passion for basketball, but haven't figured it out how to like really monetize it. How to really, you know, what advice would you give for trainers that are looking at you as a role model?
3: Man, just keep going. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to be tough. You know, you're going to have people that don't want to pay sometimes. You're going to have people that, are going to want to underpay how great your work is, but just keep going, man. Because the one thing, when you're a good trainer and people see results, The the your name gets to start ringing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where I was. I was like, man, this is this is tough, but you just got to keep going. And, mo- and most importantly, man, make sure you're getting your rest as well. I got to do better at getting my rest because – when you're a trainer, it's like being a pastor because you're serving other people. Mm. You know what I mean? So make sure your mental is right as well because if your mental isn't right, how can you serve other people and give them the the, the type of energy and knowledge they need if you're, if you're off, if that makes sense. You know what mm. I mean? And understand that every player isn't the same. You know, you can't train everybody the same. Make sure you're taking the time to get to know your client. Make sure you're getting the time to know what helps this person, what doesn't help this person so you continue to help them Go in the right direction and watch a lot of film on your client if they're if they're older. You know what I mean? Make sure you study that person. So you're in the gym, you're actually helping them on things that they really
0: need to get help with. Last thing I got, man, I mean the life life in basketball, the rise of lead the Shooter, when people go to see this, what are they gonna get from it? Just basically like,
3: you know, if I can make it, anybody can make it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't like like what people don't know is like you know, my, I didn't grow up my biological parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I was younger, I was getting passed from house to house, you know what I mean? These are things that people don't know about me, but that's what made me who I am today, you know what I mean? And, and I don't hold it against my biological parents, what happened to me, but if that type of stuff didn't happen, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you guys right now. A lot of people don't know, you know, rest in peace, my biological father, he just OD'd, you get what I'm saying? So it's just everybody that's facing their back against the wall or stuff is not working out for them if you be consistent in life bro anything is possible you know and and then success don't always mean the 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 big house or the or the Bentley or or living in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? Success is you, just you being happy and, and 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 living your life the way you want to live your life. You know what I mean? So just the last thing you can never do is give up. So when you watch this documentary, it's just going to show you somebody just that never gave up. Through all of the mistakes, through all the failures, through just like having all the odds against me. You know what I mean? I was able to 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 be one of the ones to come out to tell my story.
2: Follow you. with uh, Some announcements.
3: Anything else you want to tell the people before we wrap? Uh, Just basically my social is uh, uh, Lethal Shooter on Instagram. Um, I have YouTube and Twitter and Facebook as well. Like you said, my my documentary comes out on Tuesday. Um, It's a lot of big things coming out. Uh, I got some special projects coming out with Nike and Jordan Brand and NBA 2K and, and Red Bull. We're doing some special stuff. So definitely look out for those. And I want to say thank you to you guys for having me on here. For coming, and uh, it means a lot, you know, especially with the New York culture cuz New York, like I said before, man, it, it definitely molded me. You know, when I was playing overseas, uh, uh I wouldn't have broke the records that I broke if it wasn't for my my one of my teammates his name's Clink uh Clink And uh when I was playing overseas, <laughs> one time he came down court and he had a wide open uh layup, but he threw it threw it back to me like that, and I made the shot, and Coach Craig was like, God damn it! Oh, okay, good shot, good shot. But I knew how to already play with New York guards yeah. because of Jesse. Yeah. So the one thing that I learned uh, playing with New York guards, as a shooter, just always be ready, or you're gonna get your nose broken, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I know how many people you guys could probably have on this show, and to have me, man, it means a lot, man. I will go, yeah. man. Keep
2: pushing Keep the culture man. forward. Yep.
3: Um, and I advise anybody, no matter what you're doing,
2: follow this guy and look what he's doing on social media. The marketing is extremely important for any line of work, especially if you're a trainer. Yeah. So, um, thank you for yeah. coming and uh, we're going to get a couple of training sessions in. For nah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. seriously. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. serious. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you, but if you try trying to make that uh, NBA All-Star for the celebrity one, like, you might have to put something out now, like,
0: like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, we working on it. Yeah,
3: okay, yeah, 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 okay. You don't we're don't try to wait like a month in advance. Oh, nah, 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 they nah, make nah, picks nah. early. Nah, no, I do Yeah, know, they nah, make nah, picks nah. early. I know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. We're working on it. Yes. Right. Where's it at next year? Minnesota, something like that? Minneapolis? Uh, it's like one Everybody of these gotta places. You might to Google that yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's not. I think it's, it's in Naptown. But I think
3: it is the same as like Utah. I
2: mean, we love Utah. It's in Indiana. It's in Indiana. It's in Indiana. But That's the U.S. state.
0: Indianapolis? Indianapolis.
2: That's a good one. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. So we nap we on Naptown. We're on our yeah. way, man. Thank you guys for rocking with us. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.